Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here. And I've been thinking a lot recently, um, how many hours do you actually need to work to fulfill your roles, responsibilities, key result areas, your vision, your mission, uh, and to get enough done to feel fulfilled and progressing, but maybe not so that you're obsessing about work. And I think I have the answer. Um, I like to go for walks in the woods. I'm, I have this little place which I um, come and sit in sometimes on my own and reflect on things. And one of the things I've been reflecting on recently is workaholism. And I admit it, I say it publicly. I definitely can get lured into working for the sake of working or feeling like I've always got to work or feeling like I always want to work or feeling like if I don't work, I'll miss out or fall behind um, or feeling like work is great therapy for um, covering, papering over cracks maybe in my personal life. Um, and if you can relate to any of those, then maybe you do share a bit of workaholism. And I've been spending a lot of energy in coming off workaholism um, and trying to get my needs and my um, happiness and my fulfillment and my internal recognition and validation, trying to get those met, not just through work. You know, for work, I mean books, podcasts, you know, all the money that comes with it, all the recognition, you know, what, how people know you. Um, and there's not many people alive that know me when you peel away my podcasts, my books, my companies, my content. And honestly, I'm not sure how well I know me either. Um, and so that's been a journey I've been on on the last month to um, pull away from social media, pull away from WhatsApp and just figure out what the ideal balance or blend is. Now, you rarely hear me talk about work-life balance because, to be quite honest, I don't really have it and I've never really wanted it. <laughs> All I've really wanted was to make a difference and to put a lot of energy into you know my brand and my companies and to grow and progress um, commercially um, and have that creative outlet through the companies that I run um, but and so therefore I've often danced around the work-life balance question um, 
So let me answer the hours you need to work and then let's carry on this discussion a bit. So in the comments, let me know how long do you think, you know, how many hours do you think you need to work a day? And I spoke to Jamie Alderton yesterday and he said, I want to work four days a week. I want Thursday, Saturday, Sunday completely off. And I thought, okay. Um, And when the lockdown happened, I was working from 3 a.m. to 9 p.m. or 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. or 4 a.m. to sometimes 9.30 p.m. And whilst there was clearly some fear there, of course there there would be, wouldn't there, when the lockdown was such a a blindside, a surprise. But I actually got a really great kick out of it. I knew that most of my competitors were struggling. I knew that I was really adding value to my communities. And I got this really big kick out of it. And it was, of course, the convenient excuse, wasn't it? The convenient excuse. Oh, well, you know, we just got to get our heads down and do what needs to be done because the world's going to end. And if we don't, then everything is up in air or in jeopardy. But in reality, it wasn't like that. And I did let some other people's fears because I don't really fear the unknown as much as many people. I quite enjoy it. It excites me. So most of my fear from the lockdown was actually other people, um, their fears projected out onto me and me allowing them to consume me. Um, and as I look back, at some of those fears were definitely unfounded. And that's, that was a good lesson for me to own my space and own my own emotions and feelings. Um, so I got quite a kick out of hustling and doubling down and doing more and creating courses quicker and working faster and you know my team stepping up and doing twice the work with half the staff and you know uh, twice the profit margin and I really enjoyed all that and all the new assets we created and all the extra content I did and all the extra people I was helping but all that also did was fuel my workaholism whereby I was even more addicted to work even more addicted to social media um, I was helping my clients so much, I became even more addicted to WhatsApp. I was, doing, I was on social media so much more, I became, became even more addicted to that. And, um, you know, when you look and, you know, thankfully my health is pretty good. I always make time to do workouts and walks like every day. So that's fine. Um, my diet went a bit. I've, I've actually since lost about six kilos, but my diet went a bit because I started leaning on that and just eating whatever. But um, friendships and family connections and just doing the things that make me happy, that aren't reliant on external validation or results or progress, they got um, they got sacrificed. And it was a bit of a wake up call. Now, those of you that have followed me for a while, you know, I'm quite up and down, high and low, emotional. Um, sometimes I work all hours and then other times I'm semi-retired. When I wrote Life Leverage, I traveled the world for, for probably best part of a year, hardly working, Cayman, Dubai, various places in America, took Bobby for the world under six golf championships when he was five and six up to Scotland around Europe and, um, loved it and didn't really work at all and kind of got addicted to Bobby's golf and not working. And then I was like, man, but what about me? And what about my own fulfillment and progress? And, and who is Rob? Because Rob's just not a daddy caddy. Rob needs his own thing again. So I'd write another book. I think it was money. And I got deep into that project. I got to get re-addicted to writing books, launch my podcast, get re-addicted to, I bloody get addicted to everything. Look, I'm addicted to air right now. 
And, um, and then all of a sudden, before I know it, I've gone from one extreme, no work, and a daddy caddy to another extreme, which is, you know, a full-time entrepreneur working a lot. But let me ask you this. Um, if you work eight hours a day, how many hours deep work, focused work, actual work do you get done? Be honest. Put it in the comments. How, if you work eight hours a day, how many hours of those are productive, key result area, income generating task, fully focused, no distractions, no task jumping? How many of those? Because I'm going to say it's three to five max, probably not even. Um, so I reckon, uh, to answer the initial um, question, I reckon you need to work. If, you, if you're an entrepreneur, because obviously if you're not, um, you've, you've got to work eight hours because you're employed to do so. Um, but if you're an entrepreneur, I would say three to five. So... Um, Three people here have said one to one and a half hours deep workout of eight hours. Mike has said three hours. I mean, if you think about it, that's shocking. What are you doing for the 70 to 80% of the time when you're supposed to be working? What you're doing is what's called active procrastination, as I call it in Start Now, Get Perfect Later, my book. Active procrastination is, oh, look, tidy in my desk. Oh, look, scrolling on social media. Oh, look, replying to some messages. Oh, look, doing some admin. And you are convincing yourself you're working when you're not. That's called active procrastination. That's the, as dangerous as passive procrastination. Or you're non-income generating, non-key result area tasks, or you're doing emergencies for other people. Um, and so Robin Sharma says, I interviewed him for my podcast, and Robin Sharma said, five hours max a day, you need to work. And I'm going at the moment for three hours a day. Now, Chris has said watching lives or on and Faisal has said on Facebook watching Rubble. Hopefully you feel like my content is worth it and it's work and it's education. I don't just sort of post random shit. It hopefully helps you progress. Um, but, you know, if you see a live and it's interrupting, you save it and come back to it. Finish the job you were doing and then come back to it and watch it as a saved video. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts for any training that we might run, not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a, a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anythings. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. 
So I'm going for three hours a day work. That's my new, I've readjusted my routine and I'm going for three hours a day. Now I have the luxury, I have a lot of staff, um, but even if you don't, you can have a VA, a PA. Um, Peter's just said here he tidied his shed. Yeah, that's called active procrastination. That is preparing for work by putting it off. And you know, what? I see so many people, clients, people in my community, I see them getting distracted, debates, arguments, um, defending, criticizing, throwing energy everywhere, getting distracted on a million things, trying to take a hundred opportunities. And all that that means is they get no deep work done. They get no focused work done. They get no productive work done. They get no meaningful work done. They get no really good quality work done. So I would suggest that if Robin, Robin Sharma says five and I'm saying three, so go for between three and five high quality hours, deep work where you are focused and not distracted and all devices are off and you're not checking WhatsApp or Facebook every five seconds. Um, and you push through a few, um, you know, when your brain goes, ah, oh, check my phone. Ah, oh, I need to just check my emails. Ah, oh, I need to just go and have a look in the fridge. Ah, oh, this is getting hard. I need to stop this for a minute. Ah, oh, I need to take a break. Try and push f through a few of those so that you train your mind to concentrate. Um, 20, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, let's say, I bet you could concentrate for one, two, three, four hours. I bet you could. And I bet you now it's hard to concentrate for four minutes without an urge to distract yourself. So I'm going for 5.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., my work, then a live, then a couple of meetings, then long walks, maybe some calls or my um, walking meditations or mantras on my walks, um, and then trying to do more of the things that I enjoy, conversations with you know, friends and um, you know, well-being things and um, working on your ability to concentrate your mind. I mean, really what meditation is, is the power of concentration. A lot of people think it's sort of emptying your thoughts, but it's controlling um, the thoughts that come in. And to think about nothing is, is, is very intense con concentration. So, um, you know, working on your concentration and stopping all the doomsday thinking and feeling and controlling those thoughts. Um, and focusing on the work that you've got to do that's deep and meaningful. Like, for example, I'm doing the final edit of my book, Opportunity. Um, and I have to read every page and I have to go through every word. And some sentences or paragraphs, I'm like, that needs rewording completely. And that, that, that just doesn't say what I want to say. And that, that takes a bit of research and going on the thesaurus and actually di digging through a few little urges to, oh, I'll go and check social media. Oh, I'll go and check WhatsApp. Oh, I'll go and check the fridge and have another protein bar. Um, and so good, meaningful, deep work trains you to concentrate um, and trains you to resist all those urges of which I know um, because I've um, come off social media and WhatsApp. So I've come off them so much that I can feel the urges like a drug addiction. Um, and it makes me realise I must have had hundreds of urges a day to distract myself and check social media or email or um, a, a distractive um, app or online media of communication. Sit still for 15 minutes. Do this exercise. Sit still for 15 minutes and just count how many times you get an urge to do that. Check WhatsApp, check Facebook, check Instagram, check LinkedIn, check your apps, check your email, check what people are up to, check your dating profiles, check in whatever. Count. 
because I bet you it will shock you how many. And if that's how many you get in 15 minutes, how many are you getting in, you know, 15 hours? Chris has said, I'm struggling with my meditation. My mind wanders more than ever. That's why you should do it. So I've been doing um, walking meditations and mantra meditations. Um, so Deepak Chopra talks about like one word mantra. And my therapist said she, she said I should do some um, affirmations or incantations. So I have, um, I love myself, I'm a good person and I'm free. I love myself, I'm a good person and I'm free. Um, and these are the ones that um, I've kind of modelled on what Deepak Chopra's taught and, and what my therapist has gone through. Because my therapist thinks I, ne- thinks I need to work on loving and appreciating myself and knowing that I'm a good, great person without having to... Um, like I give a lot to people. I do a lot of lives. I do a lot of one-to-one calls. I help a lot of people uh, as well as KRAs, IGTs. I have DNTs every morning, which is do nice things. Um, and I do a lot of nice things for people. And my, and my therapist says that's great, but she thinks I often do that to get external val- validation or that I need that to prove that I am worthy of love or that I'm a good person. And she says, Rob, you don't need anything external. Um, you just don't. You need it from you. And I'm not very good at that. <laughs> so they're not very good at that at all. So that's what uh, I've been working on. So, um, you know, a one word mantra like gratitude, you know, love or, you know, I love myself or I'm so grateful. One word or one phrase mantra. And you can do that while you're walking. And, you know, you, you, you say those mantras over and over and over such that uh, it stops your mind wandering and catastrophizing and doomsdaying. Which, you know, if you think about all the distractions and social media and apps, we can get triggered a, a thousand times a day. You're absolutely fine. Then you see something triggers you, see something angers you, see something frustrates you, see something, you know, pulls out some vulnerabilities or something in your past. You know, you get critiqued, you get trolled. You see something you don't like on social media, something that someone says. And because you're scrolling all the time, you get triggered so many times. And that really being triggered is just a distraction. So some things to think about. Um, oh, uh, uh, this is my little secret hideout uh, where I just stop on my walk and um, being in nature what a great gift thanks for tuning in I reckon you need three hours a day productive key result area income generating tasks you don't need to do anymore Robin Sharma says up to five and I think that that's enough if you get good, deep, focused, concentrated, non-distracted work done, and then you've got plenty of time to do all the other things that you do in your life, life's fucking short. Do what makes you happy. More of it. Um, I love you, so thank you for following my work. Um, if I can help you anyway, in any way, let me know. Um, remember to start now and get perfect later. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.